Hi, I'm Jake Parker with the What's Your Story podcast. Here I talk with my guests about their life experiences, as well as current and long-term goals, and what gets them through the ups and downs. If you enjoy the show, please rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit my website, jparkerfitlife.com, for access to my Instagram account, blog, and more. Hi guys, welcome back to another edition of Big Idea Saturday. Today's conversation is sparked by a couple of conversations I've had and or have listened to over the course of the past couple weeks in which I really began to reflect on the sort of individual battles that people of my generation and just of the age we're in in general are facing. The title of this podcast is Our Struggles Are Real. And the reason I say that is because a lot of the times the things that give us the most anxiety, give us the most trouble, uh, are really seemingly not as serious as things that generations may have faced in the past when you look back at uh, generations of people fighting for human rights, fighting in wars, fighting discrimination and different sorts of poor policies put in place by organizations, governments, etc. I think that it easily gets overlooked that people my age and like I said of this generation, uh, just the current age in society battles with things like anxiety and depression due to social media and obesity and overconsumption of food, whereas if you look back to hundreds of years ago, that would have been such a good problem to have when people were often malnourished and often weren't sure if they'd have enough. Now we have so many different things at our disposal that are so easily consumable when it comes to food, but not only that, but forms of information and entertainment, things that in the past would have always been good and would have always been things that we would like to take advantage of to the greatest extent and use and consume to the greatest extent are now things that we have to limit in our day-to-day lives and have to be cognizant of their possible negative effects on us. So I had three main points here when I wanted to talk about the specific struggles that come to mind. And the first one is just health in general. I think that we live in an age where there's more information out there about health than ever. And unfortunately, a lot of it is not quality and you won't see a lot of science and evidence-based and factual results-based health information out there. Uh, A lot of times it's just things that are a product of the most recent trend or of something salesmanship-like where someone just wants to sell you on a product or service, but we don't really know it gets so much harder to know what really is effective when it comes to our health and nutrition and what isn't. I think that when you look at industries like the supplement industry and the meal plan, the diet plan industry, they're so huge because people want these quick fixes to their problems and they want them given to them as opposed to going out and seeking this information and searching it out for themselves and seeing what works. There's just so much out there that I think the reason I mentioned health first and foremost is that it's just so relevant in today's society. 
And when it go, comes to health, it's not only the baseline nutrition and exercise sort of things like I talk a lot about, but we see a decline in well-being practices like sleep and just time to yourself to think. Uh, I look at meditation as a time when I try to do that, but even in today's society, it's hard to just put away 10 minutes to do something like meditate or think to yourself or journal. Uh, not that it really is that difficult, but I think it's more just a barrier that we put up in our minds. And when it's coupled with the fact that we have this limitless entertainment right in our pockets in the form of social media, uh, videos, streaming, whatever, talking to friends, whatever you want to call it, however you use your, your phone, other technology, it's so easily available that it makes it hard not to just indulge in those short-term instant gratification sort of tools that we have all become so accustomed to. And that leads me into the other point that I think another one of the big issues, struggles that people face these days are just overuse of media, whether it be in the form of social media, uh, streaming videos, watching endless Netflix, Hulu, whatever, or even for a lot of people, it's pornography. I think that the fact that all of this stuff is so readily available and it's always just one click or one touch away it makes it so we, we really, it's, it's hard for us to stand a chance against this stuff because there's people out there designing it to be as addictive and as, and as accessible as possible. And we still have these brains that are developed to want novel stimulation at any point we can get it. And so it just makes it so much more difficult to restrain ourselves. And so not to be all doom and gloom, I wanted to suggest a couple of things that really help with me to try to limit that stuff. And a couple things that I've been doing really even just over the past month or so are uh, I've really noticed a big difference. In, and this is something I mentioned a couple times, just separating yourself from your phone. You can making sure you have times every week or so where you're without your phone, maybe going for a walk, being with friends every day. I make it a huge point to put my phone away before I go to bed, put it in another room and then go going into my room with the intention to go to sleep or maybe read a book for a little bit and then go to sleep, uh, making sure that you're not on your phone till the very last second of your day. And then upon waking up in the first second of your day as well, making sure that you have some separation from your phone, uh, trying to make more barriers to entry in those apps and social media and things like that, that we find very addictive and very hard to stay away from, uh, such as logging out of your social media when you get done browsing, trying to make specific points of the day when you know you're going to go on social media and giving yourself time limits for that and not just making it uh, a product of your will, uh, your willpower and just going on there whenever you feel like it. Uh, another thing I've tried a lot is to grayscale your phone. Uh, if you have any questions about that, go ahead and reach out. But essentially it's just you turn your phone to gray and what it does is it removes a lot of the addictive characteristics of the phone because having all those colors and easily recognizable symbols, whatever is part of what makes it so much more addicting. And when it's in grayscale, it makes you not want to stay on there quite as long. That's another thing I found useful. And in addition, I think it's important we should all try to track our time. I try to set a daily limit on my phone for the time I want to spend. Uh, I don't always obey that some days are better than others but it's nice just having that awareness and seeing 
how much was I on my phone today? Uh, I use an app that tells you how many pickups you had as well, which I think is useful because even if you're not accumulating a ton of time on your phone, it's not like you're necessarily uh, able to effectively be disconnected, especially if you're just checking it all the time, constantly looking for that next notification. Um, going off notifications, I think that you should definitely try to limit those as well. Think about the fact that you really don't need to be notified, especially from your social media apps. I would strongly discourage that. But we also, I think, have notifications for things that are just unnecessary. And I say that because a lot of times, like for me, for example, if some app I don't really use too often is giving me this notification, I might easily be able to ignore it. But the thing is, when you're looking at your phone in anticipation of seeing that, oh, what, what, did, I, what did I get a notification of? Is someone trying to contact me? Whatever. It makes it that much easier to get sucked into whatever else it is that, that you like to, to do on your phone. And so I think that eliminating those notifications, those chances to pick up your phone and get involved uh, is another key. The last thing I wanted to talk about, kind of tie this all together, is just that paradoxically in the age we live in with the most information that's ever been available, uh, largely as a result of the internet and being interconnected with other people, is there's so much information out there, but I think that people now are suffering from closed mindedness like never before. A lot of times people are so closed off in their beliefs, I think because they don't want to go and seek out their own rational and objective information based on their own values and beliefs. And they'd rather just believe what someone else says or believe something that they saw in passing uh, on the internet or something like that. And I think that that is such a sad thing. It's really almost a disease just to, to be closed off, to not accept new opinions and ways of looking at things and information. And another characteristic of the age we live in is things are changing so quickly and new information is always coming about. And I think that if you, if you get stuck on any certain issues or things that you believe, it's very dangerous and it's going to be very easy for you to get left behind intellectually or professionally uh, in your development. It's just, there's so many ways that that transcends. I think it's very important to always keep an open mind and whatever it is, when it comes to health and fitness is a great example. There's so many different ways to go about living a healthy lifestyle. I think it's very, the, the, most, the thing that's most useful for me is just learning about all the different ways that uh, people go about living a healthy lifestyle and getting in their exercise and eating properly. There's a lot of different ways to do it. And if you, if you just choose one hill to die on, I think that you're really, really limiting yourself in your overall personal growth, just on that base level. So just to tie it all together, this, this podcast was really just to reaffirm that, yeah, if you, if you look at our struggles and just X, Y, compare them to things that people have faced in the past, I think that, you know, it's easy to say, oh, we have nothing to complain about. Our, our struggles are, are nothing, but they are. They're personal to our generation. They're personal to our times now. And our struggles are real. And they're things that we can overcome at the same time. With all the advancements we've made, it has made it tougher to, to do a lot of things and to keep with our, our mental well-being and our physical well-being and things of that nature. But also at the same time, it's easier than ever to find ways to combat your negative habits and your instinctive habits even that are ingrained, uh, things that you don't like that you're doing that you wish you could stop. Go out there, seek ways to overcome that. Uh, always be focused on 
your personal development and overcoming the things that you struggle with. So that's all I got for today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please feel free to reach out with any questions or comments you ever have about the podcast. And I hope to see you for the next new episode on Monday. This has been the What's Your Story podcast. I'm Jake Parker. I hope you enjoyed the show and will tune in again next time. If you're so inclined, please send this episode to a family member or friend you think might enjoy it. And it would really be awesome if you could rate, review, and or subscribe to the podcast. It sure helps me out a ton. Thanks.